Welcome back to Our Justice Journey with Dr. Roger Watson, part three. And we thank you for your continued interest in this discussion. Right, that fire awakening, like, to what's going on. Whereas, like, as he got older, he became, like, more, had more of, like, a water element, right? And more of, like, this healing energy. But it was all part of the path. Yeah. Of reconciliation and reconstruction just in one person right but it can be seen as a a grander metaphor to like how we're going to handle and reckon with our humanity I don't know if that was the answer you were looking for I I think that (laughs) I don't necessarily think that there is you know a finite answer especially especially Mm -hmm. with stuff like this um I think a lot of it is a lot of opinions on this, a lot of perspectives on, you know, such a controversial and large issue is, you know, a lot of it's based in perspective, based in experience, based in um, knowledge. And I think that, you know, to be holding conversations on this, it, it definitely requires a certain sense of, you know, personal accountability to making sure that you know, we as, you know, individuals and as a community are educated on these issues so that we can have the conversation. And um, that being said though, I wanted to ask, cause you mentioned earlier um, about just the, the ignorance that people mm-hmm. um, can have um, when it comes to, you know, first getting integrated into these issues and knowing their place in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to ask if you believe now that ignorance is a choice or just one of those kind of a product of the system? Hmm. I don't think ignorance is a choice in the sense of that. I think that like that it like goes against the word ignorant. You know what I mean? It's like, let's say you're sitting in a dark room and there's like no light and you're like, well, you don't even really know you're ignorant because the light never went on now. So I don't know. I just feel like if the light came on and you decide like, man, this, this being woke got me tired and I need to go turn (laughs) the lights off. That's a different definition, but you guys have access to so much information. Yes. You guys have access to so much information and you know, there's discipline in reading. There's discipline like opening a book, you know. I just think about even the struggles I have with my own kids of getting them to like sit and read. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that is an important craft. Now, at the same time, it's important to know how to you know, use the internet and get facts. And like y'all's access to information is extraordinary. Um, But I do still think that, you know, if we're not reading and like really like diving into like books, we will not have like, and myself included, right? Because sometimes it's easier to watch Love Island and kick back or watch Love and Hip Hop Mm -hmm. than oh, let me go read that cast book that you just talked about, right? That's like this thick and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, what's well, she's saying? <laughs> you know, but again, I would go back to like the balance of it and striving every day to let the like light of wisdom into your life. Mm. And the light of wisdom 
you know, you can, pro- I used to watch Jerry Springer. Like I was like, not, I, you guys probably know I'm in a courtroom. Like I was old school, like really watched it. Like oh, <laughs> I, I was like my show and everyone would get on me. My mom would get on me and I would be like, but I'm watching people and like, people are like so interesting. That's what I used to always say. And so you can learn anywhere. You can yeah. learn from Jerry Springer. You can learn from some rationists. Like you can learn anywhere. Yeah. But it's also asking yourself of like, am I learning and growing in wisdom? That is a different question. Because if you ask yourself, am I learning and growing in wisdom? You're like, mm, growing up hip hop is good. I don't know if I'm growing in wisdom off of yeah. it. And so that's not to say to tune all those things out. Because again, it goes back to balance. But to understand like, what it is that is coming into your like filter yeah. because that it's like a garden, right? You're watering yourself. What, what's you really trying to grow? Like, mm. are you kind of like, you know, it might not, your plant that might not blossom for 20 years, yeah. right? From this moment. So what do, what do you want to have come out? You want it to be a rose? You want it to be a thorn? You want it, what do you want to have come out? It's all about what we're putting inside of ourselves. Definitely. You know, and I think that a lot of the time, especially people uh, my age, we often, you know, you'll hear people talk about, you know, speak truth to power. But it's often, okay, well, let's backtrack, you know, what is the truth? And if, if you're not actually aware of, you know, what you're speaking on, you don't even have the level of understanding to be able to effectively share that with anyone else, you know? You're not able to build in community with anybody else because you're not able to speak from a place of mm. I'm here for you and this is why I want to be having this conversation because I want to see us grow together. You know, mm. you can only speak from such a limited perspective that it is in turn just like stunts the entire movement. You know, it's, it's, it's counterproductive to the entire point, which is progression. So... I definitely think that's important, you know, especially reading. We, we, we've seen the breakdown in our education system with just kids not having the necessary skills that they need, you know, to survive in this world. Mm-hmm. And I think that, not necessarily survive, but I would say grow. Because I think that mm-hmm. often in schools, we're teaching survival. We're not teaching growth. We're not teaching progression. We're not teaching problem solving. We're, we're not teaching conflict resolution. We're teaching survival. And mm-hmm. I think that, that strips away so many layers of understanding, but also, you know, the ability of kids from a young age to see from diverse perspectives, to be able to see a perspective that you don't agree with and still recognize what's behind that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really, in, in all honesty, I do think that that's kind of what has continued to fuel systemic racism because I think that systemic racism is rooted in ignorance. Mm. And yes, ignorance may not be a choice, but knowledge mm. is. So yeah. it, it's it's very much, it's it's a very thin line. It's a very thin line. And I think mm. that people try to muddy the waters, again, to strip themselves of that accountability, you know, mm. to each other. But it's, if you are unable to check yourself on a, make sure that, yeah, like I'm, it's wisdom that I'm taking in. I'm watering roots of a plant or a tree that is going to blossom and help other people in the future. If you can't say that about, you know, mm-hmm. the current quality of living that mm-hmm. you are trying to sustain, then it's, why are we here? Mm-hmm. You know? 
because I, I don't know maybe that's just my thoughts on it just because I, I definitely view humanity as you know a community but I think that not everyone does and that's how we have these problems right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of the thing when you said speak truth to power I just wanted to um you know bring to that because I always think of like in a pyramid you know what's the strongest point of that pyramid mm. is really not the top yeah, it's a foundation. It's the base, right? And so I think oftentimes part of like the Wizard of Oz illusion mm-hmm. is that power exists at the top. And so we climb. But, but yeah, and but power has always been the base. Wherever, if the base goes, the pyramid falls. If the base goes, you know, left, then the, you yeah. know. So just, I think sometimes we think about, you know, power being outside of the youth or power being you know with these this minority of white people you know what I mean but but you are the power like literally you know and the more you are in tune with your truth the more your power starts to magnify and so you know oftentimes I think we search in many ways for power in so many elusive ways right and it's real you know people got bills to pay and you know you just you're trying to get your job and you're trying to handle your business but we also have to like watch our words because I wouldn't say that those rich elitist white people that so often are like they have power I wouldn't use power to describe them. Yeah. I would use other words, but you being a powerful person, power is like sacred. Like a grandmother has power. Yeah. A child that knows their worth has power. Yeah. People that placate with politics and pedophilia and nastiness and demonic pleasures. Yeah. That's not power. Yeah. That's that's the mother. That's the mother, and you know we have, and you got to call it out because then you don't want to be that. Like I don't want that. I want this. I want I want you know Marcus Garvey power. Mm. I want Asada Shakur, Nikki Giovanni power. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I think that those words and those echoes and the ways we are like framing justice is just as important um, to our fight. Right. Yeah. So how would you then say is the best way to start on a grassroots level um, for, you know, youth looking to get involved, for anyone looking to, you know, become educated? Mm-hmm. Um, where, would, where would you say to start? Well, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm an advocate, like, you just start doing, like, showing up and being present, I think, is, is one, right? So you hear about something, you're like, I don't know if I'll fit in, or I don't know if I should go, and you, your presence is our collective power. Yeah. So there's the, like, the body decision, or I'm going to show up somewhere new, or show up for something. Yeah. The second is in the, like, internal process of, like, studying, Right. And then I would say the third one is to be an activator, which is, you know, with uh, with Sadiku, like Sadi, after um, Stephen Clark was murdered and he wanted to do something, he was like, all right, I'm going to organize a teaching on institutionalized racism. Mm-hmm. Now, it was relatively, you know, it was one school, it wasn't a huge march, 
but it was like an a pivot, right? Yeah. It's that we're going to use school space and we're not going to use it as a space any longer in this moment of miseducation. We're going yeah. to use it as a tool of re-education. Yeah. And so <clears throat> when I was in high school, I had these debates that I created and the debates would be really controversial questions. And then I would sit the teachers on a panel to debate it. And then all the students would come on like a field trip into the school auditorium. Like it was rah, rah, Berkeley high type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, so like I had one of the questions was, is Farrakhan a menace or a martyr? And I put all the white teachers on there to debate it. So I'm like, like, I want I want everyone to see how much they don't like black people. Like all the students are just like, wait, the teacher said what? Like, you know, or we had stuff around, um, you know, gender and like LGBT because it was like the 90s. People were still trying to understand like different sexualities. I was like, I'm going to put the teachers to debate it. I want to see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, but that was a shift in power dynamics because so often the students were the ones getting quizzed. The students were the ones having to like show up and show out. And mm. this is my perspective on this. It was very different for students to facilitate the panel to ask very controversial questions and for teachers to have to show up in their humanity and like in and like like in their beliefs it's like oh see I knew she was like that or oh this person really surprised me and you know like break away those barriers and so I truly believe like wherever you are wherever you are you could do something it could be little it could be big but it's the action yeah of trying to take a vision and see it all the way through. Because what's gonna happen is then if that becomes your habit, that you can actually have a vision then execute it, oh, your visions are gonna get bigger. Your mm-hmm. actions are gonna get bolder. You know what I mean? And it becomes yeah. a new rhythm where you're like, oh, like the says summit. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna bring a thousand kids together. People are like, huh? I'm like, yeah, that is But I'm like, We thank you for listening to part three of Our Justice Journey with Dr. Raja Watson. To further listen to this discussion, feel free to visit part four.